Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, happy Friday. On Fridays we like to leave early, so here is the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's time to reflect on the best things or maybe the most embarrassing things we've done this week. Letting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Abby's 40k birthday is next weekend. This thing is gonna be lit. Party people! Abby's 40k birthday. Party like We've got the party fully planned. We've got the Veronica's plan. Good morning. A surprise. An honor to be there for your birthday. We've booked in at the Treasury Casino. You love that place. Yeah. Like, you seriously, you've got it booked? Locked in. You had one of your favourite parties there. Yes, it's the that big, room. The big, big room. The big one. <gasps> yeah. We've invited Chris, Chris Hemsworth to, to your party. party. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. But, of course, we forgot about something, and that is a present. We sent Brisbane Lion Charlie Cameron into the sheds to see if the boys from the team had any ideas. Abby Coleman's 40th birthday. Uh, what would you get her for her birthday? I could take her out on a nice dinner, I reckon. <laughs> what about um, clubbing? Would you take her clubbing? Ooh, um, yeah, for a 40th, you can go out for a club, can't you? Where, where would you go? Uh, Fridays. Um, I'll take her to Fridays with all the boys. Yeah, Matho's already said that. <laughs> Zorks. Happy birthday, Ab. Maybe a boat cruise. Uh, home by nine, yeah. Tuck the kids in and um, we're probably not going to hit the clubs at 40, are Nah, you? probably Abby, not. Are you? you might. So am I too old to hit the clubs or am I not? Because I don't know. This is depending it's... on an after party. Zorkos thinks I should be in bed by nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we opened up the phones and here's what we learned. Abby, honey, I'm sorry. You have to retire. You cannot be there. Really? How old are you, hun? I'm 19. 19. And you just reckon, no, when you see that, it's just, it gets a little bit sad. It's a lot sad. A lot of time. It's a lot sad. It's a lot It is the absolute cutoff. I'm so sorry. That's right. I've got a couple of weeks to hit the clubs. You gotta fight for your right. then, if it's too old to go clubbing, let's find out from a 40-year-old just how a night at the clubs goes for them. My sister turned 40 and we went to Bar Pacino, but it got messy real quick. My husband had to Uber us home because the ugly lights came on and then he had to stop some random street in the valley so we could throw up. But then my other sister had to wee, so then she weed in their front lawn. Oh, and I'm classy. kind of just wondering whether there's some CCTV footage that might come out at the end of the week. Oh, I, I hate that. Oh, when you get the weekend just gone? Yeah, yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, my sister's <laughs> So we're going clubbing after your party next week? Is well, that what we worked out? Come. Why can't you come? Too old. Oh, you were too old. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. You can drive us there and back. <laughs> Abby will pee in the front yard. I'll vomit on when your leg. When have you ever <laughs> asked Stav to be able to drive Meet Michelle Bridges, one of Australia's top health and fitness trainers. It's my story, but it could also be yours. Now, you know when you think something is really cool and you're really proud of it, but then you find out that everyone else thinks it's lame? Michelle Bridges called through this week. Good morning. How are you? And I learned about a fully sick, hectic first car. Yes. So sick. Oh my gosh. Is it true that you drove a sports girl barina? I so did. It was a Holden Sports Girl Barina. It was second hand. And um, I drove that into Sydney with $300 in the bank and all of my worldly possessions in the, in the boot, basically. Wow. And that was, I was going to Sydney to make it big. Of all your achievements, <laughs> that's the one she focuses on. I just say it was an <laughs> awesome article. 
always one of the sports girl one. Remember, it was like the brand. Was yeah. it actually like the clothing yeah, store like, sports girl? Yes, it had the big sports girl down the side, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It had the sports girl silhouette down the side. I can't even remember these things. Me, me. The new Holden Barina sports girl comes with a $50 sports girl gift voucher, a sports girl bag, a sunroof, and sports mirrors. I thought it was just, you know, really cool. And then when I got to Sydney, I went out to dinner with a bunch of girls that I just met. You know, I was trying to make friends and, you know, get in with, the, you know, the fitness crowd. And we walked out of the restaurant and my car was parked out the front and they all went, oh, my God, whose car is, look at that, how embarrassing. And I just said, oh, bye, guys. And I pretended to walk up the street and I was gone. <laughs> You're my special friend. Now, Abby and my wife are very close friends. You know that there is a person in this world that I will defend to the death, and I never, ever think they say anything wrong. I love it. She is my perfect wife material. And if she was my wife, I would put her on a pedestal at every given moment. Which means I never have a woman on my side. And I learnt this week that they call me something behind my back. Budget, love. The age of entitlement is over. Budget boy. Have you got a cute little name in your household now, have you? Did she tell you that, did she? No, it just came out off the top of my head. Budget boy. Budget boy. Hey, we're only on a budget for her, okay? Budget anyway. boy and spendy girl. Budget boy. I'll agree, I do love to budget, and yes, it can be annoying for my wife, Esther. Talking about separate bank accounts, Maddie, you said that you were annoyed that your cousin suggested that Esther should have one for her just to splurge on herself. I don't get why women want to have a secret account all the time. We know how much you spend. No. Like, we know it. You don't. All these items that we buy, you see if you can guess how much it is. I reckon. I reckon I would nail it. But one thing I did learn is I really don't know the cost of anything. The shampoo that Esther and I bought, how much do you reckon a bottle of that costs? I would say $3.95. $70 for one shampoo. $70? She got magnetic lashes. How much? Uh, I reckon she paid $45 for them. $70. $70 for those? She just bought a new pillowcase. How much was a pillowcase? $40. How much? Is- $79 on a pillowcase? How does your budget work? <laughs> My budget, boy. You stressed out. That's what I've learned this week, and you can get it all again with a podcast. Download it right now on the Listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. In breaking news, Brisbane is in the middle of a denim shortage. Police are on the hunt for op shop insights. I mean, are they on a shortage or we just are desperate? I mean, I'm not sure. Double denim sounded like a great theme mm-hmm. that someone suggested, all for it. Uh, a friend of mine from the school pickup was headless. But is this your 40th birthday, of course? Yes, because she had locked in a double denim for her birthday in June. Oh, you stole the idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically, if she does double denim, then it's a double denim party. You double down on the denim theme. As in double-double denim. Yeah. Double-double denim, yeah. Yeah, no, she's still doing it, but she was like, now it looks like she's copying our double denim because mm. we're first. But I said, regardless, you have fun. Ours will be better. But uh, we are trying to find double denim stuff, and we don't just want to go and get, like, your everyday jackets. We want to find stuff that's a little bit different. Mm. Been going around all these op shops. Mm. There's not much around. I've got more probably in my wardrobe, but I probably should start <laughs> shopping there. But I just want to find something a bit different. And it really perplexed us mm. because... And, and what I think the issue might be is we're thinking, you know, double denim, we're going old school, ha-ha, funny, funny. Mm. But double denim, there is 
hipsters out there mm. who are coming in, paying good money, and just scooping up what we would look at and say is a crapola jacket. Yeah. They go, man, that's banging, bra. It's so ironic. Huh? I'll pay you double because that is worth triple. Do you reckon hipsters are wearing denim because it's just nicer than any of the leather? I reckon if you mug someone in West End, you'll be able to get your double denim. <laughs> okay, well then don't worry about doing this. Because um, we just wanted to know, what's your op shop insight? Like, do you work at one? Because Scotty yeah. has this theory and he mm. loves, my hubby loves secondhand shopping. Loves coming home with a bargain. Guess how much this was? And I was like, $2. He's had, he know, I was like, it's still got that big sign on it, mate. <laughs> and he bought jeggings the other day. I sent you guys a photo. They're yeah. awful. They're so awful. Them? They're he great. thinks they are. He goes, mm. you can borrow them. I'm like, no, thanks. He should but free he, ball in those, go Shervington. He <laughs> says what you said in, we're going too much in a city. He says, if yeah. you want to get top quality stuff that looks awesome, we mm. need to go further out. Right. So that's where he's sort of thing. He goes further up north, further down south. I was like, all right, that's a theory. But I've heard that all of them go to one sorting area. Mm. Like if you're going to give them to Lifeline or Vinnie's or whatever, and they go to one head office and then they're distributed. So if you work in that head office, where does mostly the denim get distributed? <laughs> Where's the denim yeah. route? Yeah. Or anything. We'd love to really debunk op shops this morning because... I, for many, many years, thought if I donate something to the one in my area, I'll be able to go back and visit that item <laughs> a couple of days later. Just to see if anyone's got the same taste as you. But it's not the case. No, that's what I said. It all goes to a yeah. head office, and then mm. they decide. Like, if it's a designer stuff, they'll probably put it in, like, Stav's area, Barton or Paddington, because mm. they think it's going to do better. Has but, any of my hot tuna t-shirts turned up? No, in your is that where they're coming to, from? Yours gone to a different place. <laughs> is that where they are? Is no, it... they, they, they don't. They all get sorted. That's what they said. Because I was like, you're not going to put them out? And they're like, no, they've got to go to head Well, that, that depends too, because we've got an independent thrift shop in our that's area. Different. Yeah, so you just put it out the front and they put it So what are they raising money for? Uh, brain disease. And that's just oh. privately owned. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's the one I gave stuff to, and then I went back over and bought my shirt back because I didn't realise it was So what do you got? you got Salvos, you got the Vinnies, you got Lifeline. RSPCA do one? Mm -hmm. Yes, they do, actually. Yep. What's the one that we went to at Stone's Corner on that main strip? That was a good one. I should go back there. I think that was a Vinnie's. I don't think they all get paid. I think everyone's volunteer, which I just look and go, that's amazing. Underwear. Yes, they do underwear. Do they, they will sell secondhand underwear? Yes. It can't be worn before. The bras can, but the, under, the bottom underwear can't. So my mum's best friend... Only ever bought stuff from secondhand stores. Which so looked you, fabulous, but, but, but so but if it's but they won't, you can't reuse underwear. No, you can't no. sell the bottoms, but the, the bottom. top you can. Oh no, you said it can't be worn. I was like, no, they sell new stuff as well. Right. So like sometimes if it's like a, a shop shut down, it just oh, yeah. it's whatever people donate. Right. So there are new underwear, and they can sell those, but not anything you've worn. That's right. the hygiene right. stuff. So if you use that, if you buy that stuff, what are you from... going to wear? Denim jogs? Well, if they've got them, if they've got them, we might be forced to. That's all we can find. You buy something from naughty but nice. You wear it once. You break up with that person. You don't want to wear it with someone else. Can't just chuck that into the salvos bin. Well, you can. Depends if it's hasn't got the. Oh, if there's a, if there's a gap, if there's yeah, if it's crutchless, you, you might be fine. Yeah, I mouthed that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it, mate. I know there's there's plenty of oh, okay. so much. All right, come come on. so much. Yeah. Right. Come on, just okay. keep on running. Thirteen ten sixty. Help us out here. <laughs> op shop hacks. What do you know about op shopping that might help us out? All right, Freya in Upper Macrobat. You op shop every single week? Yeah, I do, because I like doing the markets on Sunday and reselling. Oh. Brilliant. Wow. How, what's your um your upsell, if you don't mind me asking? Um, It depends on what you purchase. If you, I do a lot of denim. I like buying a lot of denim. 
because you can find a lot of old school Tommy Hilfiger yep. and then upsell it. So I'll buy it for maybe $15 and I'll upsell it for over 40 Right. Wow. That says something about people that want to get that vintage buy at the market. Mm. Plus, I guess it's a brand name, isn't it? Mm. So people are thinking they're getting a really great deal. So what's your, your tip to be able to get some My good quality is, stuff? Um, don't actually buy at the op shops. I tend to head out to the distribution warehouses over at Acacia Ridge. They have salvos and lifelines. And you can shop there. You're allowed to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a big uh, one in Red Hill too. Massive one. So that's, mm. that's essentially like if you went to the Amazon warehouse instead of going to the website, so you get first crack. Well, I'll go there for everyone, and then I'll just take an upsell. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to get an uh, I'll send you photos. Freya, if you don't mind me asking, how much would you make in a weekend reselling op shop clothes at, at um, you know, like markets and stuff? Uh, over $400. <laughs> That's good. Good on no, you. That's awesome. Don't You're doing the hard yards. It's entrepreneurial. Yeah. What's the best day to get the good stuff, though, at an op shop? Like, do you go on a Monday or...? Um, so I tend to go on a Tuesday, and I don't know why, but I seem to find a lot. Okay. You can hear Freya okay. going, I don't want to tell you this information. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rachel, you work at an op shop. I do. All right, tell us. What's, how are we going to get our hands on the, the cream of the crop if we're op shopping? Um... I work at One World Charity Shop, and we actually get stock out daily, so we get it all. We've got bins all over Brisbane. We get a lot of our stock sent to the warehouse, and then a lot of it gets sent to us as well. We sort it daily. We get new stuff. But denim's in a very high demand at the moment. Is it? We've got a lot of denim pants, Mm -hmm. jeans, everything, shorts. But jackets, mm. as soon as they're hitting the shelves, mm. they're walking out the door. Right. We, we've um, unknowingly picked the trend. And I just want to find something fun denim. Like I want a denim leg warmers or denim earrings mm. or denim a denim bra. Like yeah. I just wanted something a bit fun denim. Mm. Mm. So would you say then, Rachel, as someone who works there, is it true the thing of people donate, it goes to the warehouse and the richer suburbs get the better quality, quality. stuff because they can sell it for a higher price? No, not at all. We have a base pricing around our stores, so mm-hmm. we make sure all our stores are priced the same. We're only a relatively new charity, but we make sure that all our stores are priced the same. Our State manager checks it regularly, so regardless of area, they would be priced the same. Right. right. Okay. So if you get like twenty jackets, you just sort of spread them around so it's evenly in each side. Um, no, they all just get put into big bale bags, is what we call them. So the clothes we've got a warehouse in Brisbane as well as Sydney, mm-hmm. and a lot of our clothes get sorted in one of those two. They don't know where it's going; they just yeah. know that it's been right. sorted and it goes to the shop. Can you barter? Mm-hmm. Like if I came in and I say, "No, it says for a charity, 10. mate. No, for a charity." I know it, it says ten, but can I? If I buy two, will you give them me for eight bucks each? It depends on how long we've had it for. So we have systems. So yeah, yeah. I, I hear yes there. That's good. <laughs> God. <What? laughs> Would you like to make a donation? Well, can I make five, or how much would you like me to do? Well, that's how it works. (laughs) Doesn't it usually? I've only got five bucks on me. You want it or not? (laughs) (laughs) Because if you don't want it, you don't want it. it, Someone else will want it. Hey, Carol, Carol, what's going on? You've got some inside information for us. 
Yes, uh, I've got a Facebook page that I started four years ago because I'd find op shops when I was out with my mum and my sister and we'd forget where they were. So we started checking in. So now I've got nearly 2,000 followers and I share all the op shop sales. What's the name of it? Uh, It's called Op Shop Guide, Ipswich, Brisbane and SEQ. Wow. And you're saying the Sunshine Coast has a huge denim sale this weekend? Yes. So the Lifeline at Karoi has their denim and country sale. It started today. And they're up in Maple Street and they have everything uh, from as little as $2.00. So we need Can you get it for That's one? So Maybe he wants it for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to little community ones, there's a good chance that they'll have a rack out front, like yeah. yesterday's trip stopped at Annerley or um, West End and Indrapelli. Yeah, okay. great. All right. Is anyone going up there this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Up the sunny coast. Yeah. I'll give you three bucks. Bring me back a whole outfit. <laughs> Thanks, John. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box on Monday. It'll be the there's... 17th? No. Yep, 17th. Yeah, Monday, yes. 17th. <laughs> 17th. Uh, of May. Here are two answers to play Alpha Bucks, 10 grand at 8 o'clock. Uh, rain and ravioli. Oh, it's raining ravioli. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, you got to catch this guy online. Very, very funny. Jimmy Rees is his name. I'm sorry, but I'll always know him as Jimmy Giggle. We've had this debate on air, <laughs> oh, what we, we say. Uh, he joins us this morning. Good morning, mate. G'day, legends. How you going? Good. Good. You have done so well, though, because, you you know, we did what used to watch you on Jimmy Giggle. We've mm. interviewed you a few times when you were back as that person. But I don't think he, we didn't expect that you would cross over into, I guess, the adult world and... Online, the material that you're doing, I think, has brought so much joy to people during COVID as you've kind of taken the piss out of Australia as well. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a weird, um, you know, at the end of 2019, we stopped recording Giggle and Hoot, and then I thought, what on earth am I going to do now? And then there was the whole, you know, um, 2020 came along and everything was cancelled. So oh, I basically just got bored and I knew that, um, you know, I wasn't in a contract with the ABC anymore, so I could kind of do whatever I wanted. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we're talking to a whole different person, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is. You know, it's been a bit of a ride. It's been a bit of fun. You know, a bit of fun. And um, I guess that that's you know, you're seeing me for me now, um, rather than you know, putting their pajamas on and you know, and um, you know, and and playing that character there. So you know, this is uh, this is more what I'm what I'm really like. And I tell you, some of the behind the scenes stuff at Giggle and Hoot was wild. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, was it very much when you were a kids entertainer solely? Um, because Australia loves to cancel cancel people, especially if they're being normal human beings. Um, were you paranoid about that? And were the bosses at the ABC like, "Hey, remember if you're pictured drunk anywhere or anything, that's the end of you"? Or was it not uh, quite that hectic? Like- Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't quite that hectic, but I guess it does sort of. It was. It is on your mind if you're out. So, yeah. You know, if I was out somewhere, just being, you know, doing what normal people do, mm. and someone would see you in a different light or whatever. But um, but no, it was generally okay. It was generally fine. I think. I think the ABC the main thing was just not to be seen as like you know supporting anything else. You know, because it's a. It, it is. It is what it is. You know. Mm. So it's um. Yeah. There was a time that you were out and about in Brizzy and you were having a few drinks and I I, like it was so weird for us because we were like, oh, like, (laughs) I don't know if you remember the time, Jimmy, but everyone was having fun. Like seeing your dad drunk for the first time or your your mum drunk. It was, it's like so enjoyable. You're like, he's none of these PJs. (laughs) Pretty funny, actually. Yeah. A lot of people had this bouncer once, you know, like it wasn't like late night or anything. It was just, you know, this hotel that we're going into had a security guard on the the front and um, I, I went in there and 
you know, he's got his serious face on, big guy, um, playing the role, playing the character, really, checking people's IDs, and then going, here, go on, get in. And then he came to me and he sort of did the same thing, took my ID and said, oh, it's Jimmy Giggle! Oh, oh, man! Right character, gave me a big hug, and then he's like, have a good night, mate! And then back into character. <laughs> oh, it's so true, isn't it, those security guards? They're like, they're like seeing a teacher outside of school, you know? Like, they've got their persona at the door, mm. but then if you were to, like, bump into them at Woolies or something, they'd be like, yeah. hey, man, what's going on? Loveliest person on earth. Yeah. Um, one of the videos, Abby would all Always, anytime there was some sort of COVID outbreak, because, you know, Queensland has been about slamming the borders shut. Every time <laughs> that would happen, you would make a video and Abby would be the first one to send it to our text group. She loved them. Um, I'm gonna... Oh, man, they just, um, I guess it started with, it really started with Queensland, actually, because, um, you know, the first one I did was like the east coast of Australia sort of bickering at each other where... New South Wales is kind of like, we're, gonna, we're, we're kind of cool. And Queensland was like, nah, we're shut and we're staying shut and we're not opening till September. And it was like February or something. Yeah, so you, <laughs> And they you... made that call and they stuck by it. So mm-hmm. I guess it was just this sort of – and then, it, of course, Victoria was in lockdown and yeah. it was just these three states, just three different opinions on what to do. And it was quite funny. <laughs> so this is you pretending to be the ACT, Queensland and New South Wales and if those states were having a conversation. Everyone should be really proud the way we've handled this. We've done really well. We're the envy of the world. Everyone wants to be in Australia right now. Shut up, Canberra. I'm busy. In a couple of weeks, I'll be opening my border to you. Oh, my God. I never thought I'd see the day. It's about time, Queensland. Shut up, you South Wales. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, you know, my favourite, Jimmy, and I could not stop laughing, is when uh, the Premier had to take a, a time away from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So it was the acting Premier. Mm. Oh, and everyone's like, why is he talking like that? It's like his acting premiere. <laughs> the acting premiere, yeah, I know. Away from the COVID ones too, the packaging ones have been a sensation as well. Yeah, that was just one that kind of caught me by surprise. I thought it was kind of funny. And I've got this, I've got this like I, I come up with a silly idea, I write down a few little things, and then I, I run it by my wife. Mm-hmm. And if she says, you're an idiot, it's not funny, no one will ever watch that, then I know that it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. And she said exactly that. I'm like, you know how they package scissors and you know like you can't, you can't get them out because you need the scissors or like the beetroot can. Like every other can has a ring pull on it, but beetroot doesn't. She's like, it's not funny. This isn't funny. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I want to know because you're huge on TikTok and Maddie over there will drop it every, like his dream is for people to stop him in the streets and say, I know you from TikTok, not from I've the radio. one person do it, Jimmy. <laughs> one person so at JB Hi-Fi made my day. He, wa- he wants <laughs> to be you. Yeah. And I kept saying to him, and I don't, I don't want to be like, you know, the terrible mum of going, sweetheart, stop spending all your time on this. <laughs> but he's like, no, nah, there's money to be made. Like I'm going to be like do you is this your full-time job now is it worthwhile for you to be able to do this you know a lot of the kids that grew up watching giggle and hooter now on tiktok that's kind of the demographic or yeah. it was anyway at the start and yeah, yeah. Well, quite, but it, it is like it, it is a different it is a different kettle of fish you know like i do you know i make videos for other people now you know i've done, I've done a few videos for some um who like the style of the videos I've been doing right. and now I can make them for some businesses. Well, Jimmy, I know that you've got, you know, your morals and you want to do something in line in, with your brand for companies. If there's any that aren't and moralistic, you don't want to do them, send them Maddie's way because he always says that he'll do anything for money and a small amount of corruption. So can you... Absolutely. You do, oh, yeah. that sounds great. That sounds like great fun. <laughs> oh, look, you know what, Jimmy? If you want to do a collaboration or anything, man, I'm always... Oh, that's, uh, that's, I'll, that's really, I'll that's find, really nice um, of you. What I'll do yeah. is I'll reply to you from... Uh, an email address and pretend to be my manager, which I don't have, so it seems really legit. <laughs> then we'll have that funny conversation. Then we'll try and hook something up, bro. <laughs> 
All right, get, uh, we'll just have to write a blank check then and uh, we'll get going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, great to talk to you. If you also um, want to check out, you've got merch as well, uh, jimmyrees.bandtshirts.com.au. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll chat to you soon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You know how we've talked before where you don't know whether you should be proud of your kids or just really disgusted? Oh, yeah. And the other day you were telling a story about Xander, Maddie, where he was like, oh, have I told you for a while that I love you? Oh, yeah. He said, we were sitting at McDonald's and he said, Dad, have I told you lately that I love you? And my heart filled, my throat swelled. I was like, no, buddy, thank you so much. And then he replied with, oh, no, nah, good. I'm just checking I hadn't. <laughs> so good. You're like, you're like <clears throat> I mean, he's, he's you, isn't he? Yeah, he's got no. the same sense of humour. Yeah. At the same time, you're like, ouch, but mm. come on. Yeah. And and Finney is nine going on like 20. He's mm. quite a mature person, but also just he can understand people's emotions. He's the opposite of my husband. All right. Right? And we sort of get along well, but he, we debate about a lot of stuff. But he always, if I'm upset, and I don't know this about um, Esther, whether her older son, like, you know, Ethan comes up and understands what she's going through and just helps. Oh, no, yeah. I think what it also is is generally it's me who's upset Esther, so then he yes. he takes the opportunity. Yeah, point. that's yeah. exactly what happens, yeah. and he's already learnt that. And I go, he's going to be a good hubby. But I was just, I was in a bad, and I even said, I'm in a bad mood, kids. Yeah. I'm not repeating myself four times. You're going to have to listen. I've got a lot going on. And I went into the bathroom in our room and Finney followed me in. He's like, you okay? I said, yeah. And he goes, do you want to sit down the bed? I was like, okay. And this is obviously what I've done with him. He goes, You're just stressed. I said, yeah, I just got a lot on. He goes, I don't blame you. You have a lot of jobs. Mm. So what do you mean? He goes, you have to think. Each one of us kids is a full-time job. Wow. And I said, yeah. And he goes, dad, full-time job. And then you've got your job and then you've got the jobs at home. He goes, I even lose count of how many jobs you have. I was like, thank you, Finn. And you know, you're like, it's so nice, but yeah. I was just... And he goes, you know what you need? You need time out. And I was like, cool. And in our house, we call time out privacy. He goes, do you okay. need some privacy? Yeah. And I was like, cool, no worries. He goes, why don't you just have some privacy? You just lay down. Just give yourself some time. And he goes, I'll look after everything. I was like, this is just, this is really sweet. And I <laughs> thought... Great. Yeah, I know, it is sweet. Anyway. Little trooper. So I laid the door and I was like, I'm not really going to lay down because now I'm just nervous. <laughs> he shut the door to my bedroom and then walked out. And he goes, all right, guys, I got us some iPad time. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are G. He's going to be the next prime minister. I was like, Ben. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I came back in. He goes, did you say iPad time? He goes, yeah, were well, you just having a bit of time to yourself? <laughs> nah, mate. Like, to help out, it would have been like, sit and read a book. Mm. Like, you've just done all of that for that. And he goes, no, I like, I mean it, but yeah. Mum, <laughs> stop parenting. Go and have your private time. Yep. I've got things under control. Mm-hmm. But you know what the other thing I is? Because I say no iPads during the week. So he's like, hey, I'm now the king of the kids. I've just scored ourselves 15 minutes. And not only on that, he what he's done is he's got points with you because you're having private time. Now Jagger owes him a solid because he can constantly go to Jagger <laughs> yeah. and be like, if it wasn't for me, yeah. you wouldn't have your iPad. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone in that house is in debt to him. God, if he goes to prison, he's going to run that joint. I was just like, I mean, thank you. Mm. But at the same time, it's just you feel like they've really built you up. Like oh. you're just feeling like compliment, compliment. Yeah, I am doing so yeah. much. I'm so achieving. What? It's. I mean, what it is is the player got played, mm. and that's what hurts you the most. That's exactly it. Mm. I taught him everything. <laughs> yeah. He knows. You taught him too much. The, the student always outdoes <laughs> yeah, the master. Yeah, so yeah. You're just a really, really good teacher. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five.
Makes the best cookies. Grandma. So full of love. <laughs> oh, the world has a new hottest grandma. This one is um, self-proclaimed because there was the hottest grandma. I believe she was on the Gold Coast. She won some sort of modelling competition. Right. People so, voted, and she's uh, just celebrated her fiftieth. Shout out to her. So there's like a Gina. Miss Grandma Australia uh, World competition well, or something. Is there? That, you I think hope it would so. be interesting when you go and you have a look. But I tell you what, they look way younger than I do. And they're in their, their 50s or something. But this one, this lady, Alice, bless her heart, she's in uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. She has admitted that she's had a lot of work done, so I don't know if that's cheating or not. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't think it is because sometimes <laughs> you can tell when work's been done. So, like, okay. if, if you, it's like when you see someone at 70 or 80, they get work. Oh, nah, yeah, you can't you tell. Can't, she, no. yeah. Natural, I mean, you can natural tell beauty. Natural, done, but... natural beauty. Oh, God, she's wearing she's a bikini. Natural she's beauty. had four boobs. What colour are her okay, eyes? All right, does she have eyes? Does she have eyes? She's gorgeous, but she's 42 years of age. Now, this is the kicker. Mm. Alice became a grandma and nana at the age of 32. So she obviously had her kids young, and her Mm. daughter gave birth at the age of 16, which is incredibly young, and I don't know if we'll have that here. But it always makes us start thinking about Maddie. I mean, we're not talking about the hottest grandfather award. Here we go. These girls were Hottest really grandfather in Brisbane. Obviously had some work done. To start with. You could have a few uh, a few lifts and tucks if you want. Yeah, um, I've had a boob job, guys. Uh-huh. Nice size. Um, but yeah, you could be one of the youngest. Well, I'm 33. I turned 34 this year. Yeah. Yes. Ethan's 19, my eldest son. And it's absolutely plausible. You know, like Esther was 18 when she had a had uh, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so imagine if I wanted to be a grandfather before 40. That's I'd, completely plausible. Yeah, because he could be like, you know, mid-20s. I think I was 25 mm. when we had Xander. So you would like to have a kid running around, but you don't know the idea of Ethan having a child. No. See, I think it would be cool to be like, yeah. You just want the title with no responsibility. Yeah, like a young grandfather. Yeah, okay. But then it would not be good. Because uh, Ethan can't even remember to bring a water bottle out of his bedroom upstairs mm. to the kitchen, yeah. let alone mm-hmm. look after a child. Well, the other thing is the grandparents are great because they got the time to take the um, kids when you don't, but you'd, just, you'd still be as busy as you are now. <laughs> Can I say really... Alice doesn't have the yeah. time? She's got to go to the gym. Well, yeah, she, she goes to the gym all the time, so that's where you'll find her. Mm. When I was doing school pickup to get my grandchildren, I'd also be picking up my children yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Oh, I love it when people ask. So how Imagine... are they related? That's their... That would be their... Oh, wow. Yeah. They would be... They'd be going Uncle. to school. They'd be going to school with their... Uncle and aunt. Yes. That would be... Wow. Yes. So, Uncle... Uncle that took you guys so. Well, no, but it's just... It would just be hard. Like, you'd just, you'd just pretend they're cousins, wouldn't you? <laughs> you, you would. Because Uncle Xander... Uncle Xander. Mm. Could go to the prep classroom, mm-hmm. pick up yep. his niece or nephew, yeah. and mm. then come to the school gate. Mm. That, nah, weird. I take it back. I don't want that. You know, what, because just because of that? of that? They don't have to go to the same school. Uh, but they also do it, to... Maddie. He's not doing two pickups. That's a good point. Yes, and not to mention, who do you think would probably be paying the school fees? Mm. Well, that's a good idea, <clears throat> Ethan, if you know that. You have him young. You, Dad's going to pay for everything. Well, but we just were talking about what, what is the youngest here in Brizzy. Yeah. Well, you might be the hottest, but you don't need to be about that. We just didn't know if you were... You, you were called Nana at a young age. Or what? You'd have to come up with a cool name if you're like 42 and you're a, a Nana. Mm. I reckon you'd probably still want to be called Nana, wouldn't you, Grandma? 
bit weird. Mm. Because it's like, you know, at school pickup where you see the older parents and you wonder, you don't want to say mum or dad or grandma or grandpa because mm. you're unsure. Because mm. people have kids later in life. You don't yeah. want to be rude. What about mum senior? Mum senior? <clears throat> I think glamma is one that... Glamma? Glamma, wow. I think, is the new <laughs> the new one for, for women who don't want to be a granny or a nanny. Right. Glamma. We are chasing... Brisbane's youngest grandparent. Who knows? How low can we go? Mm. Yes. Is it Sheridan from Wynnum West? Sheridan. 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 You are a grandmother. How um, how old are you? Um, I'm 35. I will be a first-time grandmother in August. Right. So wow. We're humming and hiring on the name of, like, Nana or Grandma. And being a young age, you know, you sort of wanted that. Younger type, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Nana yeah. and Grandma. It still sounds so old, doesn't it? That's why I would have thought, you, yeah, you wanted a younger one. Have Have friends been shocked that you're like, yep, or strangers where you're like, yeah, I'm 35 and I'm becoming a grandmother for the first time? Um, not really, because I was a young mum. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so and I then, was 14 when I had my uh, son. Yeah, right. And I expecting his first child, which is my first grandchild. So. Yeah. And then also that means you're going to be a young, possibly great-grandmother or great... <laughs> All right, know, like, she's just still getting... <laughs> he's getting used to being a grandma, <laughs> right? Just, Sheridan, you want to be a great-grandma. <laughs> but it just dawned, dawned on me. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could. Yes. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Is this why you act like one now? No, that, unfortunately, that's just my personality. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that. I didn't choose the Gramps life. The yeah. Gramps life. And anyone in the me. group, Maddie over there would act the oldest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah in Upper Mount Cravat, <laughs> youngest grandparents. We're on the look for it. Yeah, so my mum is a great grandparent at forty-eight. <gasps> oh yeah. So what time? When? How old was she when she became a grandparent? Uh, thirty-two. Thirty-two. And does she go by? Nana, like, what's the name that she's given herself? Okay, so my mum goes by Nana, but I go by Lovey, like, on the Kardashians. What is it? Lovey, like, Lovey. on the Kardashians. Lovey. Oh, oh okay. they, they don't yeah. say grandma, they say Lovey, do they? Mm. Yeah, mm. just for myself. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, just for your own sanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right, let's go Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hello. All right, we are searching for the youngest grandparent in Brisbane. Yes, my grandmother became a grandmother at the age of 31. Oh, okay, so far you're in the lead. That's even younger than this girl that we're talking about. Mm. And what name do they go by? This, uh, she is our grandma. Yeah, grandma. Just grandma. Okay, yeah. just grandma. Just grandma. How, how old is she now? Now she is 62. Oh. Right, so that's... Because that's what you got to remember. If you give yourself a funky name when you're younger, does the funky name still fit when you're older? Or do you hit to a point where you go, I have to retire that yeah. and just go to grandma? Yeah, it's not grandma to grandma anymore. It's just grandma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 31. That is so young. It'd be interesting to know. I mean, she, did she stop having kids then as well? Chloe, did she stop having kids by then? You know, sometimes people have a kid younger and then they still continue to have kids. Oh, I'm going to my grandmother's baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> My youngest uncle is only nine months older than me, so as my grandmother was having her last child, my mother and father were having me. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hectic. That's mm-hmm. that's fun. But amazing. Mm. How good's that? You you would love it because you would just have an endless stream of babies. And you know what's really good about it? 
you know when you're like yeah, your nana gives you advice on how to look after a baby and you're like, times have change, but she'll go, no, no, I'm still no, doing that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, we're on the hunt for Brisbane's youngest grandparent. Hey, how you going? Good, man. What's the age? Oh, I don't know the age. Um, it's my mother-in-law, uh, but she wanted to be called Jima. 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 That oh. sounds Jima. cool. Because yeah. she was just too young. She didn't want to be yeah, a nana. She thinks she's too young, but she's, she's getting on. Yeah. Careful, mate. Yeah. She's your mother-in-law. <laughs> it's all right. All right, Gma. You're right about the yeah. old-fashioned things, though, isn't it? It's like if Maddie sat down, it's like, now, nah, it's kids. Back in my day, we had a PlayStation 4. They'd be like, we got a PlayStation 6, dude. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a couple of years ago. Let it go. <laughs> I can see it. It's over there. I would <laughs> definitely call you Pa. Grandpa, we're here to play Fortnite, not to get your advice, all right? Don't make us kick you out of the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the war, guys. What war? Stop shooting me, guys. Stop shooting. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Cook for me right now. Please welcome Curtis Stone. You can see this legend on MasterChef Sunday, 7.30 on Channel 10, Curtis Stone, live from L.A. Good morning, my man. How you doing? We're excited that you're going to be on the TV screen for uh, MasterChef video calling in. Are you, are you sick of the video yet? <laughs> I think it's great. It means you can keep your pyjamas on on the bottom <laughs> half and you just have to get dressed on the top half. That's true. <laughs> has been doing it for years, years and it's years. nothing mm. to them, mm. you know. <laughs> you're right, you're right. There's a few um, rumours. Like, you, you've absolutely conquered um, America and you've got so many awesome eateries over there that do so well. Um, but there's a few rumours that you're packing up and you're moving to Australia. Is any of that true? It's not. I wish it was. It's not true. I, you know, I get asked this question a lot. Would I like to come home? And my answer is always yes. I'd love to. Um, but, you know, our businesses are here and our kids are in school here. And mm. For now, um, it's home. But hopefully it changes and one day I get back there. Uh, although it makes my mum very angry when Curtis, I've gone air fryer mad. Pretty much every meal I make is somehow involving an air fryer. What are your thoughts on this revolutionary ki- kitchen tool? It's good. It's good. Sweet. I mean, it's, it's basically a convection oven, but it's got a bit, bit better uh, circulation of air, which just makes things that little bit crispier. And, um, yeah, no, I like it. Validated. Is that is that it? Do you use it though, Curtis? For you personally, I do. Oh, yeah. love yeah. it. Yeah, right. Brussels sprouts. How good are they in there? <laughs> so good. So no, good. this is the thing, Kurt. Yes. No, uh, but he he once so got good. told that the the Brussels sprouts were lovely, right? But now he sews Brussels sprouts with whatever dish he's doing. So he does like a platter and then a side dish of Brussels sprouts. So it's mm. like a cheese platter with Brussels sprouts. Mm. <laughs> it's become the number one thing in the house. Okay, well, you maybe you need to pull back from it a little. You know, don't get too excited about the Brussels sprouts. There's other things that work well in an air fryer. Yeah, no one recognises a revolutionary at the time. <laughs> no, it's not until the future. <laughs> yeah, really? That's fine, that's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but having, having restaurants in LA, um, do you get... Do, do you get told when, like, big-name celebrities are coming in beforehand... Or do you just on the on the night you're like oh crap they're here now like George Clooney's decided to turn up today or, or do you, is there like a special code to let you know they're coming? It's a bit of both. Some will make sure that you know, and others just sort of slip on in. Um, I'm not, you know, we 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 don't have a preference. It doesn't bother us either way. You know, we we do we cook for everyone, and um, yeah, yeah. But I- you don't you don't if someone's going to return a dish, you'd be happy with. Greg, who's just normal punter, but if George Clooney sends one back, you, that would cut a little deeper, wouldn't it? 
<laughs> you know, the hardest people for chefs to cook for are other chefs, believe me. Oh, yeah. yes, yep. You know, we, we sort of, whenever another chef's in, we're like, oh, my God, what's he going to think? What's he going to say? He's going to go back and tell his team, you know. So we want to make sure that we always um, do a good job. But, yeah, celebs, um, yeah, there's a mixed bag. I mean, there, there's all sorts There's all sorts out there, and some are really easy going, and some are a bit more uh, high-maintenance. But whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll cook for them all. That's what we always think. Like in Australia, you don't get as many celebrities. So when you get a big name and they go out, it's always like, you know, the, the chef goes out or the, the mm. owner goes out and goes, don't pay, this is on me. Mm. Because like Hollywood and LA is just full of celebrities, do you, do you still charge them or do some of them expect to get it for free? No, we charge them. Yeah, good one. <laughs> we cool. charge yeah. Them. Yeah, 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 I yeah. would too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge them double. They're good for it. No, but you would want them to tip the staff. That's yeah, what I always think. Yeah. Hey, this is a question because, um, Curtis, you're actually appearing on MasterChef and it's all going to be about um, the eight different cuts of a meat. If I go into a restaurant, what is the best cut of the meat to order f- that the chef will like? Well, I always call a scotch fillet the butcher's cut because okay. we, uh, as butchers, we all like that. You know, most cuts of beef, the more tender they are, the less flavour they have. Right. So you kind of, in my mind, want something sort of in the middle. You don't want it to be too tender because then it won't have as much flavour development, but you don't want it to be tough either. So mm. it's a bit of a balance. They're, uh, they're good to cook in an air fryer too. I'll give All you the right. tip. With Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true the thing about, like, with a steak, the chef will generally cook it the way they want to cook it? Like, when the waiter asks you, hey, how do you want your steak, there's really no point telling them because the chef knows how you will want it? It depends on the restaurant, I guess. You know, we, we, we don't like overcooking meat, of mm. course, because we we source the best quality stuff and, you know, it's it's very expensive and, you know, we want to make sure that it, it's delicious when we serve it to you. But, you know, sometimes people ask for it well done and that's why you have a back door in a restaurant. You just push them out there and you get someone else. To <laughs> well, mate, lovely to talk to you this morning. Um, you're back on MasterChef. Uh, you can see it Sunday. You're talking about uh, beef as well and the best way to cook beef, which is going to be great because we're a, we're a country of meat eaters. Sorry to the vegans. We're like, no, we're not. Uh, 7.30, Channel 10. Curtis Stone, a pleasure, buddy. Lovely chatting to you guys. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.